Barry Fontenot is the singer and songwriter for Chicago soul, funk, and R&B group Barry and the Fountains. They've got a few great singles out, and I think that you should know who they are so that when we can all go back to shows, you can go see them. They're great live. I'm Jill Hopkins, this is The Amp, and this is my conversation with Barry Fontenot of Barry and the Fountains. Talk to me about Zydeco music. People, uh, I feel like if you picture a Zatarans commercial and the music, what's going on in the background, you might have, right. that's a good starting point for understanding Zydeco. But, but how did, how did the, you know, the official music of a New Orleans party make its way into your creative brain? So Zydeco, it's, it originated in uh, Opelousas, Louisiana. It's kind of this, uh, it's a sort of rural counterpoint to New Orleans jazz. Like New Orleans, uh, so New Orleans jazz always had a more urban sort of, uh, I don't know if you, uh, cosmopolitan orientation, whereas uh, Zydeco was definitely a kind of inland thing. It's like a swamp blues almost. Yeah. So it has a lot in common, like it draws obviously from that francophone influence because it is in French primarily. Uh, but it also has our French Creole, but it also has that uh, clear Mississippi blues vibe. It really does. And I I love how bluegrass uh, and jazz seemed to have had a baby and it turned into Zydeco. Uh, but I'm also thinking that you're like a young man singing this old soul music, like the music that makes you have an old soul. <laughs> uh, but yes, let's talk about your influences and how you got them. The way I like to put it is uh, I... I developed a lot of my musical sense when I was being homeschooled in uh, seventh grade. My dad would drive me back and forth from Northwest Arkansas to Louisiana, and he would play uh, Motown, he would play Bruce Springsteen, he would play Bob Dylan, and then I would get to Opelousas, I would hear the music that was going on around there. And then, uh, then when I went back to Arkansas, I would be exposed to sort of a more country rock, folk-based kind of thing, in addition to the just the, the sort of music that one hears kind of up and down the Mississippi River Valley. <laughs> but uh, I guess I, 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 uh, I suppose the, they, they, show, they show through pretty, you know, there's a pretty straight line, I think, from the, the vocal stylings of some of my influences to, the, to what I'm trying to produce. But I think it's just because, particularly in this album, in you know, The Great Extreme, I'm trying to do something that's very, that's an homage, I think, to, to what inspired me to get involved in creative work at all. This is The Amp. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me via Zoom is Barry Fontenot of Barry and the Fountains. So talk to me about uh, the first bands that you were in, the cover bands. What kind of stuff were you all doing? Initially, we were doing pretty... Uh, so the first cover band I was in, uh, Barry and the Hurricanes, or Barry Fontenot and the Hurricane Lilies, was uh, based around... It was based in uh, Springdale, Arkansas. And a friend of mine, Matthew Mazzoni, who I met while I was, uh, while I was doing... Uh, a school play at, at Northwest Arkansas Community College. He was playing guitar for the show. So he was in he was in there and I was in there and that was kind of my first foray into rock vocals. And we kind of, we chatted and we thought, hey, maybe we should start a band. So Matt and I worked on creating a lot of the arrangements for, for some of the songs that I had started writing. And uh, it, was a, it was an interesting experience. Things developed very quickly from there. Uh, tell me about that experience of writing your first song. So the first song I ever wrote was uh, Desiree, which is on the, it's on the, the Great Extreme album. And I uh, I'd been in uh, Mexico for a time doing uh, doing an immersion course. The teachers and the students had basically all gone out drinking together uh, under the pretext that it was a class since we were all speaking Spanish. 
I managed to get myself a little bit tipsy. When I got home, I knocked a bottle of cologne off of the shelf, and it fell all over the floor. And I accidentally kicked a shard of glass that I thought that I had swept up. But I started bleeding, so I wrapped a sandy beach towel around my foot. I figured I needed to stay awake at least for the next 30 minutes. In order to keep myself occupied during that time, I grabbed my guitar and kind of strummed around. And I don't know, I'd had some fragments that I'd been working on before that weren't one song. Uh, but when I combined them, I found that it was easier to find something that fit into that cadence structurally to write about. So I wrote, uh, I wrote Desiree. This is The Amp. I'm Jill Hopkins. On the Zoom with me is Barry Fontenot of Barry and the Fountains. Did you have a hard time uh, finding yourself comfortable as a songwriter after so long uh, performing other people's music? From the, from the start, what I wanted when I, start, when I started working with a band was to create my own music. Uh, but fundamentally, you know, I'd only written one song. So yeah. <laughs> if I wanted to put together a program, I needed other, I needed other music. I suppose the, the problem of whether I, whether I wanted to be a successful cover band or a successful original, uh, or a successful original artist was solved by the fact that I was never able to be a successful cover artist. <laughs> so <laughs> while I was failing to be a cover artist, yeah. I was busy writing songs. And by the time I came up uh, to Chicago, I kind of, I had a catalog already. I want to talk to you about uh, the fountains, burying the fountains. How did you know that these players were the ones? I don't know. Everybody, everybody there was just, they came at things from a perspective of having such talent. Like I, I met them all as they were, you know, at open mics, at a, on Craigslist. Like everybody was, everybody could empathize, I think, with the basic idea that they, they all wanted to do something. They wanted to create something of their own, and they all wanted to get out there and play music. They wanted that to be their primary job. But there were just so few outlets. There was a hunger not to succeed, but to create. This is The Amp. I'm Jill Hopkins. I'm Zooming with Barry Fontenot. He is the singer and songwriter for Barry and the Fountains. How have you been dealing with just not having that same sort of practice experience, the same sort of performance experience that uh, you all are used to, because you're a hell of a live band. What do you, what are you doing in the meantime? We, we've been able to meet a couple of times during COVID, and essentially how we've done it is that our uh, so our manager, you know, Drew uh, Drew Jensen, amazing yes. guy. He's awesome. Uh, he yeah he runs the he he has this he has a space at this workshare space called Twenty One Twelve out here in Chicago, and they have recourse to a stage that we can use after hours essentially without running into anybody so the band will be they'll be masked i'll be the only one without a mask but i'll be sufficiently far away from them and it matters less and in that way we've been able to kind of play not regularly because again there are other aspects of covid like scheduling we were we were we did it we had a residency we were frequently playing at other places and it was there if we wanted to talk to one another it was as simple as turning left everybody's in different places and it's it's hard it is, it is hard to stay together but again the the momentum of the project and the, our, our capacity to work on this and our future work has really been what's kept us going forward. Well, I hope that uh, when all is said and done, I get the opportunity to come see y'all do your thing. Uh, and just thank you for all the music. I appreciate you, Barry. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm just glad to be around, you know. Yay. Sweet. Yeah,